All right, all right, it's your wonderful host, Demion, and we're back with another episode of English and Coffee. In today's pour, we're going to get into reading with an edge. And the reason I call this one reading with an edge is because a lot of people out there studying language tend to read, but they read to themselves, which is completely ineffective, and you miss 90% of the benefits that you could be getting if you were to read with edge. Now, I'm not just talking about basic reading aloud. You know, the boy jumped over the log and swam in the pond. I'm talking about reading like you understand the words, reading like you're connected to the words, using your emotions to express the meaning within the words. So that's what we're going to get into today. I've got another iced caramel. Pretty soon I think I'll be going back to my creme brulee as the temperatures are dropping. Let's take a sip here. And let's go. So to set this up, I'm going to start off by demonstrating a couple of different reading styles people use when studying a language. The first group that reads to themselves sounds like this. Did you hear that? Did you hear any words? No, you didn't, because they're reading to themselves. You hear nothing. So they're not working on anything associated with their mouth, no pronunciation, no sounds, intonation. There's just no energy there. Anybody can do that, sit in silence, and just be quiet. No one knows if you're reading, only you know if you're reading, right? So it's not really a great testament to one's skill. Now the second group, the group that reads aloud, but with no emotion, and they're unsure when they pronounce words. Sounds like this. When he heard a voice thus calling to him, he was standing at the door of his box with a flag in his hand furled round its short pole. That's group two. They're reading the words, but you can clearly see that they do not understand what they're reading. They have no context of what's going on in the story. They're just simply reading the words. Now, this is some beginner level stuff. This is basic. You're just reading words, reading text. It doesn't even have to make sense. It doesn't even have to be in order to just read words. Anybody can do it. You could sit here and say surgery, transportation, building rooftop. It doesn't have to make sense if you're just reading words without meaning, no context. That's group two. Now, group three that has a little better understanding of what they're reading, they may sound something like this. When he heard a voice thus calling to him, he was standing at the door of his box with a flag in his hand furled round its short pole. Now this group of people, they have a basic understanding of the language. They know a little bit about what they're reading, but they're not reading with any edge. Yes, they are vocalizing the sounds. They are pronouncing the words. They have the correct pronunciation, but there's no emotional connection between what they're reading and what they're feeling. You hear it in one's voice. That's what makes a great storyteller or just people that are interesting to listen to, how they talk, the inflections. They don't speak in this monotone drone. So I'll give you an example of people that read with edge. The same text that we've already read three times. This is the fourth time, and this time it's with edge. When he heard a voice thus calling to him, he was standing at the door of his box with the flag in his hand furled round its short pole. Do you hear the difference? Does it sound like I know what I'm talking about? Does it sound like I'm reading with edge? That's the difference. Connecting your emotional self with the words that you're reading. Putting the text and your emotions together for a better experience for everyone involved. So those are four different styles of reading. Now I'm going to read several different texts with basic and with edge. So you'll hear two readings of the same text. One will be basic, it could be reading level number one, reading level two, reading level three, but the second reading will always be 
the one with edge just to give you guys a clear demonstration of how you can utilize this technique or take this step to further advance your connection to the language. Let's go. For hundreds of years, the continuous war between England and Scotland made the Anglo-Scottish border a lawless and dangerous place. Raiders frequently passed from one country into the other. Committing crimes they knew they wouldn't be punished for when they returned home. For hundreds of years, the continuous war between England and Scotland made the Anglo-Scottish border a lawless and dangerous place. Raiders frequently passed from one country into the other, committing crimes they knew they wouldn't be punished for when they returned home. Elizabeth City, North Carolina, WITN. Elizabeth City police have arrested a man that was wanted for murder. The Elizabeth City Police Department says 28-year-old Timothy Laster Jr. of Elizabeth City was wanted for the murder of 38-year-old Aaron Gibbs on September 23rd. Police say on that day at about 7.20 p.m. officers were dispatched to a gunshot victim near the 500 block of West Grice Street. It was there that officers found Gibbs also of Elizabeth City. Elizabeth City North Carolina, WITN. Elizabeth City Police have arrested a man that was wanted for murder. The Elizabeth City Police Department says 28-year-old Timothy Laster Jr. of Elizabeth City was wanted for the murder of 38-year-old Aaron Gibbs on September 23rd. Police say on that day at about 7.20 p.m., officers were dispatched to a gunshot victim near the 500 block of West Grice Street. It was there that officers found Gibbs, also of Elizabeth City. So as you see, reading can be done with intent, can be done with purpose, it can be done with edge, or it can be bland, boring, or basic as hell. However you want it to be. You can read to yourself when nobody hears it and you're not working on your pronunciation and then 10 days later you're sitting here saying, well, I don't practice English enough, I don't read enough, I don't say enough. Here's your opportunity. Read with edge. Utilize all your time to the maximum. Don't sit here and cut yourself short by halfway doing something. I would use other words, but we're keeping it PG. Don't just halfway do something. If you're going to do it, do it all the way. Every time you read something and you're able, read aloud. Read aloud with edge. Take it to the next level. Now, being that Halloween is around the corner, I'm going to read a little paragraph or a few paragraphs of a stimulating story, something to give a little intrigue, a little interest, something that you can do on your own, but just to further demonstrate reading with edge. So after that, I'll say a quick exit, and then we'll be out of here. All right, let's go. Yellow Ribbon, a spooky Wisconsin story, retold by S.E. Sklosser. Jane wore a yellow ribbon around her neck every day, and I mean every day, rain or shine, whether it matched her outfit or not. It annoyed her best friend Johnny after a while. He was her next-door neighbor and had known Jane since she was three. When he was young, he had barely noticed the yellow ribbon, but now they were in high school together. It bothered him. Why do you wear that yellow ribbon around your neck, Jane? 
He'd ask her every day, but she wouldn't tell him. Still, in spite of this aggravation, Johnny thought she was cute. He asked her to the soda shop for an ice cream sundae. Then he asked her to watch him play in the football game. Then he started seeing her home. And come the spring, he asked her to the dance. Jane always said yes when he asked her out, and she always wore a yellow dress to match the ribbon around her neck. It finally occurred to Johnny that he and Jane were going steady, and he still didn't know why she wore the yellow ribbon around her neck. So he asked her about it, yet again and yet again, she did not tell him. Maybe someday I'll tell you about it, she'd reply. Someday. That answer annoyed Johnny, but he shrugged it off. Because Jane was so cute and fun to be with. Well, time flew past, as it has a habit of doing, and one day, Johnny proposed to Jane and was accepted. They planned a big wedding, and Jane hinted that she might tell him about the yellow ribbon around her neck on their wedding day. But somehow, what with the preparations and his beautiful bride and the lovely reception... Johnny never got around to asking Jane about it, and when he did remember, she got a bit teary-eyed and said, We are so happy together. What difference does it make? And Johnny decided she was right. Johnny and Jane raised a family of four, with the usual ups and downs, laughter and tears. When their golden anniversary rolled around, Johnny once again asked Jane about the yellow ribbon around her neck. It was the first time he brought it up since the week after their wedding. Whenever their children asked him about it, he'd always hush them and somehow none of the kids had dared ask their mother. Jane gave Johnny a sad look and said, Johnny, you've waited this long. You can wait a while longer. And Johnny agreed. It was not until Jane was on her deathbed a year later that Johnny, seeing his last chance slip away, asked Jane one final time about the yellow ribbon she wore around her neck. She shook her head a bit at his persistence and then said with a sad smile, Okay, Johnny, you can go ahead and untie it. With shaking hands, Johnny fumbled for the knot and untied the yellow ribbon around his wife's neck. And Jane's head fell off. <laughs> Alright, so we're heading out of here. Just finished reading Yellow Ribbon, a spooky Wisconsin story. To further demonstrate the benefits of reading with Edge, how it just makes the story come alive. Whatever text you're reading, whatever information you're consuming, read it with some energy, read it with some Edge. It's more memorable for you. It's more enjoyable to read. It just hits the air different. It just hits your ears different. It just takes you to a different place. You can imagine the story. So with that, take the exit sip. Just enough in the cup for that last one. And I'll see you in the next one.